The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Monday, back where we belong. Monday, Monday. <laughs> <laughs> for those for those tuning in uh, that didn't hear all the pre-pro we just did, this is our third take uh, at kicking off this show. Can you, uh, Griffin? Can you recap for me the last two takes? Uh, the first one was uh, a botched attempt to make a joke about Earth Hour, and the second one was a far too soon joke about the passing of Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> it wasn't a joke; it was a memorial. It what is it? What kind of show is this? I was because I, I checked on iTunes and it said comedy. <laughs> I was laughing. Uh, this is my brother. My brother meets an advice show for the modern era. We take your questions and we turn them into uh, wisdom. Uh, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm your oldest brother. My name is Travis McElroy, and I'm your middleest brother. Uh, my name is Griffin McElroy, and I'm the baby. Oh, adorable. <laughs> Just couldn't be cuter. Pinch these uh, cheeks. <laughs> uh, let's let's get right into it. Hey, question: Is it acceptable to secretly eat my roommate's hot pockets if I do do more than my fair share of the household chores? Thanks for your help. Always hungry. I like that she lives in an economy where like work equals hot pockets. I did yeah. a lot of work. That's about two and a half hot pockets. Travis, can you explain to me why? This, you assume this hot pocket burglar is female. How did you make that jump? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like in Spanish where certain words have a like an inherent sexuality. That's what this is. And you're saying you're saying it's hot pockets, right? Yeah, hot pockets is the. I don't is get hot that pockets. At all. What gets? Are you saying are you saying women are are genetically? <laughs> I forgot to steal hot pockets. Yes. Steal. I forgot that Travis uh, also refers to vaginas as hot pockets, <laughs> almost, almost exclusively. When I, when and I, don't get me started on lean pockets. When I mm-hmm. when I scanned this question, I read it as my mommy's hot pockets. It's going to be way better. Mm, mommy's hot pockets taste the best. Here's the thing: if you live with this person, and I I'm, I understand your relationship just by reading this question, like you can tell. Mm-hmm. The, the tenor of of this relationship. How could you possibly? He he is overworked, and the other person has a surplus of hot pockets <laughs> that he may not notice. When no, one no, to no, five no, that no. old chestnut. You got to get de- deep. I I do more than my fair share of the household chores. That that the the anger, uh, the the vitriol is there. It's mm-hmm. present. And I got to tell you, if you have that kind of relationship, your roommate already thinks you're eating their hot pockets. Yeah. I mean, they do. Whether They're you are assuming. or not. Yeah, make the punishment fit the crime at least. Mm-hmm. Eat, yep, on a box. Eat her, her what? Her breakfast pastries? Her toaster there, strudels? Oh, man. If someone ate my last strudel, I would be pretty. pretty or, ooh, what if they ate the icing but left the strudel? Oh. What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> I'm in the trash. What am I supposed to do with this fruit plank? Get it out of here. <laughs> I can't get this plank in the garbage disposal. You Deborah, can't. go clean up the garbage disposal for once. Um, I, I think, what do they say about, like, alcoholism? It's like, it's not alcoholism unless you're secretly doing it. I think once you get reach a point in your life where you're secretly jammed, like, <laughs> very, very uh, discreetly slam jamming Hot Pockets, like, you've reached a point where you need help, I think. Yeah, that's a good point. The first step in admitting you have Hot Pocket abuse is... Admitting you have hot pocket abuse, it's really the only step too. Wait, are, so are you saying they should do, they should do this in public? Like, just wait till your roommate's in the living room, and then just loudly. How is your roommate going to learn? Because your roommate's not going to learn anything <laughs> if you just slam jam them while they're not there. And also, nom 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 nom. I'm slam jamming your hot pockets. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> um, Martin. Uh, I asked you to carry the trash out and you didn't so now watch me eat this mm, this you was yours you need to feel it don't feel blame this. me i have a disease <laughs> i have a disease in top pockets 
They are delicious, though. Who can? Well, is there a flavor dependency here? Like, is it? Are there some flavors it's acceptable? Like for me, if you got meatballs and mozzarella, it's oh, it's, it. it's on. might as well it's might as well be stolen already. I recently moved cross country from Michigan to Texas. I left my friends and family and go live with a person I've never met. Which brings me to my question, which I feel only you brothers can answer. When telling you where I'm from at the end of the email, do you I tell you where I currently am or where I'm originally from? Thanks, Jim from Oh God, I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think when we ask people to do that to to name their locale at the end of the question, it's it's mainly for like a census. It's it's mainly so we get a a good not, idea. Not for tracking purposes. No, we're not going to hunt you down, but. I, we would like to know the the cultural smattering of this great country or world of ours because we're international, right? Internationally known. This um, is a good question though because someone was telling me a story the other day that they worked with this person um, who said that they were from Long Island, New York, um, mm-hmm. and they had lived there to the age of two and then yeah. moved somewhere else. Bad news, you were yeah. not. I, it's not where. Where were you conceived? Like that's not it. <laughs> No, that's not it whatsoever. That's, that's not even crazy. close to it. I think that the most important thing is which one sounds funnier with whatever the problem is that you have. Like, if, you, if you're if um, you originally from someplace that rhymes with my roommate smells bad and your mm-hmm. question is about how your roommate smells, then I think you go with that one. I think it's, mm-hmm. all, about, it's all about alliteration sure. is the number one issue here. I think he's the bigger question. The bigger issue here is where do you say you are from in general, in general, just like in life and stuff. Like, right. I, grew, I grew up in West Virginia. I went to school in Oklahoma, and now I live in Cincinnati. Where the hell am I from? Well, you you're know? West Virginia. You're I'd a say. citizen of yeah, the world. Yeah, but like I'm in Cincinnati now, so like I'm I might be from West Virginia, but I when I meet people outside no. of Cincinnati and they ask where I'm from, do I still say West Virginia? Now, Travis, when I go to Kings Island and people ask where I'm from, I'll say Kings Island. I'm here now. <laughs> Look at me. There's a well, big if you lived at Kings Island, though, wouldn't you? Like if you took up residence in Kings Island, if you lived in the Tomb Raider, if ride. you guys, ha- yeah, I was. God damn, Travis, you're in my mind. I was about to ask which ride you guys wanted to be on so I could say Tomb Raider because it's obviously the best one to build a Tomb residence. Gone. Is it really? Yeah, they no longer have the affiliation with uh, Paramount. So. Uh, What's it called? They gutted it, but it's still a ride. It's just like the most boring ride. Swing chairs, the ride, the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that whatever place you lived in the longest is your is your where you're from. I hate I fucking hate it when people are like, "Yeah, I just got back from Jamaica. Uh, I'm Jamaican now." It's like I'm pretty sure you can't just do that. I'm pretty sure no one does that. I don't I, think I, that I, happens. I know nine or ten people who came back with dreads and steel drums, and they're like, "This is who I am now. Love it." They're like, love, "Listen to the sound. Me. Feel the sound of steel drums. Feel this rhythm." Uh- <laughs> I'm from Jamaica. I can feel it. You can listen to this rhythm, but I don't think you can hear this rhythm. Does that make sense? Because you're not from from the island. Hey, hey, it's a Jamaica thing. <laughs> if you're not yes. from if you're not from sunny Jamaica, just get out of here. You wouldn't get it, bald head. You don't understand. Uh, hey, listen, I I I, uh, I, I want to hear a Yahoo answer from Griffin. Oh, okay. Let me do that for you. We uh we have access. Uh, we pay a subscription fee to the Yahoo Answer Service. It's pricey. Uh, it is rich, but it, you're, it's worth it. So we can find uh, random strangers' questions there and try to uh, help them. Make fun of them. Help them. Travis. Help them. Help them. Um, let's help this person. This one was sent in by Golly Ayali. Thank you, Golly Ayali. It's by Yahoo Answers user Oxymoron. I like a nice lemongrass Golly Ayali. You ever have that? Mm. I, I, it's my it's very delicious. favorite. Uh, Oxymoron asks, mm-hmm. would it be disrespectful to bring birthday cake to someone's funeral? <laughs> well, gosh, like only in the way that that's exactly not the thing. I, are there additional details where it just nope. happens to work out that it's a funeral for someone who's also it's their birthday? No, but that's like the saddest thing I've ever heard. really depressing. Blow Although- these candles out, you can't. No breath. Rip, <laughs> rip. Push his, push his tongue. Maybe there's one more breath in there. We can use the last Make a one. wish. I bet I know what you're going to wish for. <laughs> if, if I were a man. 
There's no gift you can get somebody who's dead that isn't insensitive. <laughs> unless it's like unless a, it's an extra pillow. A pillow, yeah, that's about it. Cologne. Um, sunglasses. <laughs> a, vo- a voodoo priestess. A weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> a weekend at Bernie's. It's Thank you, Travis. <laughs> all expense paid trip to Bernie's. Um, I don't. I mean, but think about it this way. Those okay. people at that funeral, they're so sad. They're so sad. And what what makes you happier than anything in the world than when somebody's like, hey, there's cake. The question is where you put it. Mm. We're, we're at a funeral, because you got the line, right, mm. going to the coffin. Obviously, I don't know, it might be kind of a jam to put it at, like, the foot of the coffin, like, rest it on the top, because then, like, they say their tearful goodbyes. Uh, but then, like, there's cake, like, instantly afterwards. Yeah, and That's you can't put nice. it. Uh, you can't put it on the other side of the room because people spend the whole day, like, coming up with excuses to not be near the casket. The way, oh gosh, that cake! I gotta just get over there. Whatever you do, just be really um, delicate and sensitive in the decorating of the cake. Yeah. You might. So what think do you what do you think? Race car, obviously. <laughs> no. it's a yeah, birthday. race car is fine. Um, <laughs> race car. I would avoid good. a zombie themed cake. <laughs> no oh, zombie themed cake. A dragon um, is good. Maybe like a phoenix would be appropriate. Oh yeah, sort of emerging, especially if they're being cremated. Who oh, boy, <laughs> that would really get it. <laughs> you probably shouldn't write on the cake. You're not one year older. You're one year closer to death. Because yeah. they already done. They already done hit that. Uh, they are actually one year further from death. Like they're, yeah, they're, they're getting <laughs> actually further from it. Yeah. Um, negative one year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my negative first birthday. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I can't if, wait till my negative sixteenth birthday so I can buy smokes and porn. In the after in in the afterlife. And afterlife. Yeah. After, afterlife smokes. Hey, I got a question for you. How do I incorporate a quirk into my personality? I work mm. in an advertising agency, a naturally quirky environment. But I don't know how to start acting thing start acting quirky. What if I wanted to be the guy who works barefoot? What if I wanted to be the guy who exclusively started wearing neon t-shirts? <laughs> I feel like certain people can get away with these things, and certain people can't. How do I become one who can? Nathan. Nathan, I have a suggestion. Maybe your quirk should be the guy who never says quirk. <laughs> can, you do, <laughs> can you do that for me? As like a step one. You gotta... The, the thing is, with so many things in life, the answer is one word, and that's commitment. You gotta... If you're not gonna wear shoes at work... If it gets cold in the office, you got to commit. You're still no shoes, Nathan. You got to be no shoes, Nathan. Can't back up on that. And you got <sighs> if you wear neon t-shirts, you're neon Nathan. That mm. don't change. You got to commit. Neon and Nathan's gotta, good because then if you become like a professional athlete, then that name will carry over quite well, I imagine. Yeah, I Absolutely. I would like to give some advice to everybody who's looking to pick up a quirk and all those kids who want to define their personality by coming up with something. If you mm-hmm. want to decide if you're the type of person who can, think about if you're the type of person who does. And if you don't already do it, don't start doing it. If you are a person Whoa. who already does a weird Whoa. thing, keep up with it. Don't you're pick up a quirk. Violating the premise of the question. I understand that. It's just like the most frustrating that I'm going to be the dude who only drinks Boone's Farm. I'm going to be the guy that plays, you know, a double neck mandolin. Don't do it. I do think that if you're going to pick a quirk, you should pick something that's useful. Like, be the guy who his quirk is he knows how to pick locks. Like, then you go from, like, quirk to talent or, like, special skill, you know? I think everybody on the planet should pick locks. I think everybody should possess that knowledge. I don't think that's quirky. That's I think if you don't believe in boundaries. If Nathan wore a candy necklace every day, think about that. If there's Nathan with his candy necklace. That helps you because you get that sugar boost throughout the day. If somebody else wants to come and nibble on you, they can do that. <laughs> what if um, Nathan was the guy with a prehensile tail? Okay. Don't know how you get that. <laughs> that's a little well, late. I mean, it's an outpatient surgery these days. Like, you're in, you're out, tail. I think that it, no matter what, people are very perceptive. If you try to pick up a quirk like this, people are going to know what you're doing. Um, for And for, like, the first month that you do it, they're going to judge you silently. Um, they'll be like, right. oh, Nathan, Nathan has a cane now? That's that's weird. Uh, but after that, you're going you're gonna to break through it, and people will be like, oh, this is Nathan. He, just, he has a cane. Uh, he doesn't have a limp or anything. He just carries a cane around. 
Um, the thing is, it won't be cool until everyone who currently works there has quit and been replaced with someone else. <laughs> that's when. That's when it will. No, it'll be like a a worthwhile, valid thing to do. Right now, it's tough sale. Tough mm-hmm. sale. Don't do it, Nathan. You're a beautiful flower. Already. Nathan, you're better than that. How about your your quirk is you're the guy who can't stop talking about my brother, my brother, and me, mm-hmm. and my show for the modern era. Mm-hmm. That guy, he never stops. He's always extolling the virtues of the podcast. I should give it a listen. Maybe you should. Hey, I've been wondering if I should start wearing cologne when I go out or dress up. Any recommendation on what I should start, uh, what I should look for to start smelling like a classy dude? Since and sensibility and that name was created by travis you can't do that anymore that's per that's perjury i like it i like it uh what do you felonious what do you guys wear me yeah what's your smell i'm I'm au natural i used to do i used to do do axe but that that made me smell like the inside of an air conditioner after a while so i stopped well Mm -hmm. what i imagine the inside of an air conditioner is smelling like rusty, it made me smell rusty, and I hated it. Kind of rusty. Smell. Now I just slap on deodorant, and I, I, I use Irish Spring soap and keeps me fresh all day. I love it. Tra- I don't like to overpower I, people. I fly under I, the radar. I go with uh, an Old Spice trifecta of Old Spice body wash, Old okay. Spice uh, deodorant, and a little bit of Old Spice cologne. And then, and then a dash of actual old spices. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this this coriander is ancient. Let me get it on my skin. Mm, that's good. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, I wear um, uh, Burberry. I think I think Burberry. Mm-hmm. They make like bags, right? Burberry. Sure. Bags. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I wear Burberry. I think it's called Burberry. The fragrance or smell like just, Bur- Burberry. Do you smear that right on your cummerbund, or do you like I, I put a little find, ring around your monocle, or how does it work? Can you? I have it? to. Yeah, sure. I have to. Um, uh, first, I soak it, <clears throat> soak my ascot in it mm-hmm. overnight. Ladies love that shit. Yeah, and then I I take the deed to the boathouse and I soak it in that, and I keep that in my pocket. It's sort of like a. What's uh, that smell? Pro- um, let me check my pockets. Um, oh, it's this boathouse that I have. Here's it's the deed. This deed to the boathouse. It smells like Burberry right now. Uh, um, just make sure when you when you uh, apply it, uh, the rule is that uh, your uh, cologne should only be powerful enough to be smelled in the embrace of a lover. Is so, that the rule? <laughs> so you're saying, what's the perimeter? Uh, I mean, that is a good rule. It just makes me sick when you put it like that. I know. I I two sprays. The two point was... I thought the point was to get the embrace with the smell, like the people get. If like, your if your stink is attracting people from across the room, <laughs> it ain't attracting people. Like I gotta go embrace somebody right now. <laughs> what is you never that? like? You've never like fu- like hunted a smell down. Like oh fuck, what's that smell? Gotta get to it, and then you find it, and at the end, there's a there's a beautiful lady or a beautiful man or like a beautiful dog or something. Like it's something that's I'm beautiful saying your your scent. smell influence shouldn't reach that far across the room. Yeah, that's yeah. your your reach. Your throw is too big. That's You're going to affect superpower. the taste of people's food, like in other rooms. It's not a that's good true. way to go. Yeah, and don't I, forget bloodhounds. You don't want to throw them off. It's, yeah. just, it's cruel. They're trying to solve crimes. I don't. I I I just don't know what smells good anymore, you guys. Well, I as to what how to pick a fragrance. We gave you some fragrance rules. Just go to your local department store, and they and it's fun, man. Just go and start smelling. Yeah. Say, hey, this is the kind of fragrances I'm into. Well, you probably won't know that, but maybe some notes that you'd like. I'd like something with some notes of old leather and sandalwood. Can you hook me up? And they will. That sounds delightful. They will generate a smell for you. I would like yeah. to smell like an old book. Can I have that? I bet you they do. Make I sure bet, you I, say that has to exist, right? <clears throat> notes of whiskey. That's always good. Whiskey. Is that a real smell thing? Like a campfire. <laughs> oh, I yeah. want to smell like an old hobo. Can I smell like an old hobo with campfire oh, whiskey? Uh, do you guys have midnight hobo in? Is that? <laughs> oh, oh, that's revitalizing. Oh man, I was trying to drink my chai tea, and you just got me right, right mm, there. Um, so nice. Hey, uh, this is nice. But are you guys? You guys want to do some e- some eco tourism? Mm-hmm. You want to take a journey with me yeah. for Earth, for Earth Hour? Turn those lights off and come. Turn with those us. lights off and come with us on a journey to the money zone.
thing uh, in the driver's seat. <laughs> our listener Ryan Shrout. What are we driving? We're driving an eco car. An eco car called. It's uh, very small. Yeah, and it's taking us to a place called PC Perspective. That's Ryan's company. Now, Griffin, tell me about it. Hit me with it. What what is PC Perspective? Listen, the world of PC, it's very confusing. Can you? Sl- I, I need you to explain what PC stands for. I it, you gotta um, pussy control. Pussy control. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's up, Ryan? Control. Your business rules now. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Ryan, you can use that. Um, he never explicitly says. I'm going to imagine it stands for personal computer. Okay. Uh, which uh, we all have. Assuming. Or a pussy computer. Or a pussy computer. <laughs> I need more RAM. I bet you do. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, p- personal computers are confusing. Who knows what's going on in there? I don't. Did, are wizards activating diodes? Who knows? Nobody, Nobody does knows. except for PC Perspective. It's a, it's a great spot if you need info uh, on PCs, if you need in-depth reviews on PC components... I didn't know there were components in there, but apparently there are, and apparently they have different, they have varying degrees of quality, there and that is something that PC Perspective can can elucidate for you. Uh, um, I I'm thinking about building a new computer, Griffin. Do they have oh, anything yeah. for me, or should I just go just go screw off? No, they'll help you right there. Uh, if you're if you want to toss together a fat rig Whoa. to use the parlance <laughs> of the hacker community. Uh-huh. If you want to access cyberspace on the baddest rig around, then <laughs> if you want a real information superhighway hot rod, vroom vroom, you pull into the hardware leaderboard, which is a thing that they have on PC Perspective, uh, Where is and that it at? shows pcper.com forward slash hwlb. It's right which there. Which is, is short for it's shorthand for all those things we just said. Yeah, uh, and it'll it'll give you recommendations for for building your PC. Which I I actually built a PC one time. And I just like bought a bunch of shit off Newegg. I was like, oh, I need a, I need a, a RAM. Let me a just diode. slap that on there. I need six diodes. Uh, and the computer blew up. Took one of my legs. So <laughs> can be avoided. Um, um, they got forums where you can chat it up with other people who are searching for perspective. And, and they talk about about PC gaming, which I'm sure a lot of our our audience uh, is into. I didn't know PC- that you could game on this other than Jezball. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty into Jess Ball right now. PCPer.com forward slash podcast. They have a show. It's probably better than ours. At least we'll teach you more about computers. We literally know. I know nothing about these things that I do my work on every day. I'm on a computer yeah. nine hours a day. No fucking clue no what's clue. going on in there. Uh, that's PCPer.com. PCPer.com. And it, they got reviews, community, podcasts. Check it all out. And <clears throat> while you're going... You can make sure to hum this uh, this jingle that Griffin has crafted. Got to be honest with you. Okay. I, I tried to do some pre-pro on this one early because I was nervous, and I could not, for the life of me, turn PC Perspective into a song. So let's see. <laughs> let's see how it goes. Now it's live and hot. I got the chord progression down, but... Gotta get those parts. Gotta snatch that ram up. I don't. Gotta snatch that ram. Gotta up. get a cooler chassis <laughs> for my big fat rig. Gotta be a cyberspace wizard on PC perspective. That's not the URL. I'm gonna take another stab at it. Nope, don't clap for that. (laughs) Oh, good. Remix. What I thought was, I wanna hear that again. Hey, Dad. Whoa, that took a weird turn. What's wrong with your rig? I think that it needs more RAM and bits and bytes. Do you dig? (laughs) Let's get together on something for once. (laughs) PCPer.com There. 
like that. Uh, you nailed it. Like that was that. very good. That one, that one had overtones of family in it. It's, like, <laughs> it's been strife. There was some like, strife there. It's like, Dad, I love you, but we just can't get together on it. <laughs> but let's, <laughs> let's unite. Let's talk about one PCs. Thing. Um, I should have just sung Pussy Control. I really <laughs> missed my opportunity there. Can uh, I look up the tabulature to Pussy Control really quick? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe if, P- if, if PC Bird takes us to the money zone again, which they most certainly will, uh, they'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a, a, a riff on a spoof. A hot spoof on Pussy Control. <laughs> spoof on Pussy Control. I live by myself. <clears throat> and like Griffin, I've been on a lady siesta. Internet fist bump. Sometimes, after a long day at work, I like actually just a... fist bumped my monitor. Like, <laughs> did you why really? did I do that? I'm alone in a room. <laughs> Sometimes, after a long day at work, I like to have a beer. A beer? Come on. I go to my favorite bar after work once a week, occasionally more than once, if I've had a particularly bad day or rough bus commute. Very rarely do I drink enough to be drunk. At most, I leave a bit tipsy. I always tip well. And never leave my glass sitting at a table for someone else to clean up. My question is this. Is it okay to do this? Should I feel ashamed for bevving out by myself? That's from Single Dark Beer. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's totally cool. It's totally fucking cool. Like, you're not getting sloshed and, like, I don't know, hitting on your neighbor. You're just having a you're having a, a relaxer. Just relaxing. Yeah. Uh, uh, alcoholism is just a label that society puts on you. <laughs> you, can, you I don't subscribe to you've labels. Al- you've already we- you've already eschewed their expectations for you in terms of pursuing and securing a life mate. Mm-hmm. Why not just shrug this one off too? You're living the life you want, like a herpes ad. Just do it. Drink <laughs> it up. And you're not gonna meet anybody nice in your house. I'm just saying, I mean I know like you're taking a break right now, but that's why he goes out once a week. I do the same thing. It's like, maybe tonight. Maybe, maybe tonight. tonight. I'll find that special somebody. I'll have one beer, and I'll clean up after myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's hoping Ladies someone will, will see notice that. that part. They will see that. Ladies will see that from that. across the bar. Like, did he just bust his own table? Get <laughs> over here. Get over here, Linda. I'm just make, just make sure you bring your own rag um, and your own coaster mm-hmm. um, and really no, just take pretzels. care of business. I brought these pretzels myself. You can just get me a little bowl or something. <laughs> just, I need a bowl for my rolled gold. Um, listen. <laughs> I've got a paring keep... knife. If you could just give me the lemon, I'll just sort of carve it myself. Keep on living. Okay. This is what Matthew McConaughey says. And he likes to party. He's I think... A... Just He's don't party as hard as living. Matthew McConaughey. That's my barometer. And nobody should party that hard. I don't think you can handle it. Have I've had you, to re, I've had to you, reskin my bongos three times trying to live as hard as Matthew McConaughey. Have you been? Do you oil them? What? Yeah, you know I was oiling them. I was using that. Uh, I was using that sandalwood oil mm-hmm. for the longest time, and it did help. You were right. It helped with the tone. It I'd does. say it. It does. It, it. I'd say it brought it up a good half step. But the problem is afterwards, um, uh, 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 there was a lot of residue. Yeah, the re- it's hard because once your hands get slippery, it's hard to break out a good uh, paradiddle once, once yeah. your hands get that slippery. I would always get as far as like, I was getting like, does the goosh. Yeah. And when I would get to the goosh, like my hand would stick for just that fraction of a second. Uh-huh. I noticed like, in, my, in my earlier bongo years, I probably wouldn't have, but I need that responsiveness. Uh, I mean, what model are you, what model are you working with now? Is it a, is it a Rickenbacker? Uh, a- is it a... No, it's a Bungatron 3000. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, pretty big in Europe. I'm kind of surprised you haven't heard of uh, I think that that was a game that you and I just played, and I think I lost. I think, <laughs> I think we just fun. played b- Bongo Conversationalist Chicken. We all lost, I think. Can you? In case w- anyone was wondering, yourself? Bongotron was my favorite Transformer. <laughs> he didn't do much, but when no. he did, it was yeah. mellow. He transformed from a robot into bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, do you want a Yahoo? Yeah, redeem yourself. Uh, this one was sent in by Andrew Binder. Thank you, Andrew. It's by Yahoo Answers user LOL, who asks, Is it normal to be sexually attracted to... Mm-hmm. Anybody want to guess? I, I want to guess my answer, no. Numbers. Numbers. Is it, uh. is it okay to be sexually attracted to numbers? He adds, I admit I am gay, 
Well, okay. Well, uh, uh-huh. But there are for numbers. S- there's some nights where I take the algebra book back into my room and jack off to the numbers. <gasps> number, th- number three is my favorite because it's so sexy. Well, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a sideways butt. Yeah. That makes sense. It adds up. Or maybe up, like, sideways balls. There's a lot of things that that three could be. And sideways yeah. boobs. It's nice. Sideways boobs. Okay, three's pretty but hot. What I, let's break this question down. The first, my biggest problem with it is okay. that he says, I admit that I am gay, as if that has any bearing on the situation yeah. whatsoever. That's like, like, if you're straight in the numbers, then that's cool. Yeah. Or, like, is he saying that that's, like, a side effect? Is, like, one out of every 100 people who like people of their same gender also would like to fuck a number? What's the sexiest number, everybody? See, this. listen, we're not ready to have that conversation yet. We'll get to that. But I think okay. we, need to, we need to come up with some rules first. Okay. We, are we talking about fucking the idea of a number? Are we talking about, now, like, I have The dreams? important thing is not to fuck anything under 16. <laughs> Well, we're not gonna think of anything funnier than that. God damn. Are we? Alice. Are we? Are, but I mean, are we talking about like fucking an actual? Like, if we could manifest this number into, I think an you have shape, to pick which a, shape would be like the most pleasurable to like rub up against. Because do you that have number to pick a numeral? Be- a numeral, or because like there are so many combinations beyond that. I'm saying, yeah. what is the hottest numeral? We have to set a limit because I could just say like. Sixteen million seven hundred and eighty-three thousand yeah, four hundred ninety-two, like that. and then that's a fucking orgy. Once you get so, that number, yeah. Let's say between you, zero and a hundred. No, a numeral a numeral between one, one zero one zero, two three four five okay. six seven nine. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, uh, it's zero. Nope. It, well, nope. You're yeah, wrong. Zero is mysterious. Travis, you're wrong. Whole. Justin, do you want to guess? Well, zero's uh, zero's not bad. I think seven is the sexiest nope. number. Travis, what is it? Second guess. Eight. Yup. What's up, yeah. two holes? How did you get there, two holes? <laughs> Which one tonight? You know, he's down. Do you want the top? Do you want that solid, that solid, hefty bottom? Or do you want the narrow, the slightly narrower top? <sighs> Sounds good. And also, it recalls, it recalls snowmen, which <laughs> everybody we can all agree. Always I hot. I shouldn't impress my my feelings on people here's if i were to defend eight i were to say it's obviously not three right because the three is just half an eight you cut it sideways right down the sure. already sure why have a why have you could have two threes um already it's called an eight a number one how are you supposed to fuck that really no. yeah zero that cavity is gigantic no yeah that's just a, you're just begging to feel inadequate two i think you could make a case for it's it's got a nice curvature, which you guys know I'm a fan of. Yeah, you um, do like curvatures. The problem with two and five and seven, yeah, and that's it. Where where do you put it? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Where if you, you have to it? have intercourse with the numeral, and that is what we're saying, right? Uh-huh. Then Number eight, three would be tricky, but I think you could. I think yeah, you could do it. Yeah, I think um, so too. I so would I guess like what we're know, saying is, it's I would like normal. to know when this person discovered this problem because it it could have made for like the most awkward math class ever when he's sitting there and the <laughs> teacher's like, "Say I have twelve apples and I take five away. What do you have?" And the answer is boner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Griff, are there any answers? Do people help him out at all? Uh, Diana Quimby says, "I like sixty nine. Oh, Ugh. that's cool. Nice try, Diana. Um, Sumini, Suminium, okay, says, yes, completely normal. Have fun. You're not hurting anyone. I disagree. Uh, now, yeah, I agree with the now. second half of that sentence, but let's not throw around terms like completely, completely normal. normal. <laughs> yeah. um, you rob the words of their power. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. I'm a Gleek, says, everyone has their quirks, I guess. So, Neon Nathan, guess what? Number Nathan. Hey, Number Nathan. What's up with Number Nathan? He's over there. He's playing Math Blaster, and he's fucking jerking it so right to Math Blaster. Number Nookie Nathan. Number Nookie Nathan. Jerks it to Math Blaster, I heard, on the internet. I heard. He is the Math Blaster, he said. I'm the Math Blaster, is what he announces. He announces it loudly. Hey, 
Hey, listen, I have, a, I have a sister who gives the best presents for Christmas and every birthday. She comes up with something so ridiculously amazing that I just can't think of how to top her. I know the idea of presents is not to top the other person. Just one time, I would like to win. She's giving me things like a robotic butterfly in a jar. What? Nice. How do, how do I retaliate in the present war? Thanks, guys. Presently stumped. I didn't know you that gotta, was a thing. How could, you gotta, how do you... you got to quit. You think? <laughs> yeah, I think you got to stop the present war altogether. Really lower expectations. And then in 10 years, get a decent present. And they're like, wow. So you're saying, like, give someone, like, a gift certificate that says, like, I I donated a a tree in your honor for, like, 10 years in a row. I got you a goat (laughs) in a village far, far away. I think, or you could just bow out by getting, like, the shittiest present ever. (laughs) Just race to the bottom is what we're saying. Top yourself that way. Top yourself below it. Because it's not going to hurt you. She'll pretend that she loves it still. But then she'll be like, "Uh, oh, um... (laughs) Michael, <laughs> Michael just like got me a what is this Barnes and Noble gift certificate, but they're closed down. Like, <laughs> give her whatever she- gift certificate for two fifty. Okay, great, thank you. <laughs> just get, take her present that she gives you. The next year, give it back to her with a five dollar bill taped to it. <laughs> yeah, it's what's like up what's now? up now? What's up now? I guess it's a little better this year, huh? I guess it's pretty good, and it's it's a crude interest. It's a crude value. Um. Over over the over the passing year, um, this is why I don't like presents because it is a competition. Guess what? It, it is. is a competition, and mm-hmm. you're probably if you have to ask, you're probably losing. Hey, yeah. by the way, it sounds like your sister's secret might be Think Geek, so maybe you should go to Think Geek and and uh, check out some of the gifts they have there because then you might be able to beat her that way. Ooh, 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 ooh. instead of uh, buying the shittiest present ever, just make it. Then she really can't get mad at you. <laughs> yeah, she really won't see that coming. What have you done with these clothespins? I, 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 Michael, I'm looking at it, and I honestly can't tell. <laughs> what is this supposed to be? Is this an ashtray? Because there's a lot of cavities in it. <laughs> For ash. For, For ash. For ash to slip through. I'm a hotel housekeeper in Australia. Whoa. Mm-hmm. We I have try a wide, I should try an accent. Should oh, I do an accent for this question? Yeah. God, I love that. I was recently cleaning the room of a guest who was from the States. Was that good? <laughs> Perfect. It sounded like you were like time traveling and you were like talking to us like in a time vortex. He opened up his wallet and asked me what the usual tipping rate is over here. I told him that unlike in the U.S., hospitality workers here are paid enough by their employer that they don't rely on tips as income. And that it isn't necessary. He said, oh, and put his wallet back in his pocket. Um, I thought tipping was a sign of appreciation for providing a good service. Should I take this personally? Should I not have told him the truth? Or have I just encountered a cheap dick scrape? Jen. Jen. I, I actually have a theory on this. I think that any time you go to another culture... More important to you than money is that you don't look like a dipshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when this guy got his wallet out and you said, we don't really do that so much, he probably felt like a dipshit so hard that he just put the money away for fear of sounding like a dipshit. I, I, that would be my guess, at least. You definitely humiliated him. He was embarrassed. Um, I'm sur- I don't, what I don't understand is why you didn't take this guy to the fucking cleaners oh my god how much is that percent yeah like over a hundo um just because that's how we do it in australia um money means nothing here we just give it away yeah so give me some of it so i do it would mean a lot to me though if you gave it to me this is why i don't travel this is it i'm serious because i i would do this i would be that guy and i'd never recover from that shame ever but but there but here's what i've learned from traveling like you think that someone who is I, – I used to think when I was younger that if I traveled a lot that things would make more – like there is a culture sort of inherent to travel where – where uh, like a worldwide culture. You know what I mean? Like something that – if you've been to enough places, you just kind of grok what's going on. Griffin and I stayed in a hotel last uh, – I guess earlier this month where every night when we would come to the – back to the hotel room, there were floor mats that said sleep well and – and slippers, it wrapped up in plastic. We had like, n- we had nightly debates about whether those slippers were free. <laughs> that, there's no rules. 
Yeah. And, and, and since you're in Australia, there's no rules just right. It, like, like at the Outback. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should tell him. There's no rules to tipping. There's just so right. you're saying just, just embrace your ineptitude yeah. at, at yeah, so, international affairs. Just like say if I'm going to have another, sh- if, if I'm going to have enough shrimp to put on the Barbie, I need you to tip me right now. Why are you wearing? Why are you wearing a Hawaiian shirt? You you do realize that not all islands are like the same. This isn't like a tropical resort for you. Like we live here. Jen, you're, my, wor- my, you're wearing sunscreen. You're indoors and you're wearing sunscreen. <laughs> my advice that, is that funny sunscreen on your nose. Um, be careful not to use the word necessary because I think that people only tip because it is necessary. And if you say that's not necessary, that translates to don't do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, may- maybe yeah, say yeah. like. Well, you know, if you really appreciate the service, then we accept tips, but it's not required. Tipping is such a sensitive thing. I don't know why this guy would, would breach that sensitivity and be like, hey, do you need this? Like, wave <laughs> it in front of you. Do you need Are you this? having some troubles? How much of what I have do you need to be happy? <laughs> I've got it to give. Do you need it to have? Like, <laughs> I've got a vein open. Come drink. Uh, uh, I think next time just say ten percent and go on about your business. I think, I think that's 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 and that also that's kind of a dick move, by the way. Don't ask this person what the usual tipping rate is. Mm-hmm. What what are you thinking? Ask like the somebody, somebody else, your cabbie or literally like anybody else. Take tips? No. Uh, I'm having trouble thinking of people that she would interact with that that would not require tips. Who could be impartial? Nope. Tips. Ah. I Haven't you ever everybody. seen The Secret of My Success starring Michael J. Fox? <laughs> Not in too long. Yeah. I tipped a soda machine in a hotel once. I just put another <laughs> dollar in. I was like, that's for you. Good job. <laughs> this, this, for a second, I thought it was, re- was going to turn into a real, like, Brett Michaels story. Like, you tipped a soda machine, and then you kicked it down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never hurt a soda machine like that. Do you want a uh, Yahoo answer? Yeah, I was just about to ask for what? This one was sent in by... Um, America's favorite person, Jacob Locker. Uh, Hi, there was a time poll, and he won it for that thing. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bowler, who asks, I need tickle fetish help. <laughs> so I have a tickle fetish, and I was wondering if there is a tool I can use to tickle my feet, such as an electric toothbrush or something. Uh-huh. That's it. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's really a question of reach, isn't it? I mean, I imagine when you have a tickle fetish. I can't tickle myself. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to do it without the help of some sort of tools. I didn't. Know this was a thing. <laughs> I have a boner. <laughs> do you? <laughs> stop! Stop! Don't stop! Ugh. Don't stop! Do stop! I have a boner. No, please. It does. It's uncomfortable now. You have been tickling me for too long. I have a fetish. It doesn't mean I'm not a masochist. You should really. I think that if you have a tickle fetish, you need to become the person who warns every single person you come across that you have a tickle <laughs> fetish. Like you're getting a like a job interview. And they're like, "Is there anything else you need to tell us?" Like, well, I have a tickle fetish, which I need you to know because if you you can't ever come up to me in my cubicle and and be like, "Hey, Johnson, come here, fluffy fingers," and then like. <laughs> It's like, boss man, I have a boner now that I have to deal with for the rest of the day that you gave to me. And I have to like... I'm rock hard. I gotta go home to my wife and kids and they'll be like, how's your day? It was like, pretty good. My boss gave me a tickle boner. (laughs) So I guess actually what I said about it being pretty good was wrong. (laughs) It's the opposite of that. I'm still chewing on that factoid. (laughs) Um, I guess a back scratcher? Like, would that work? Or a broom? Like, one of those long ones with a foot... A broom? How about just most, a, most witches just have tickle fetishes. A lot of people don't know that. Are there... Is this a thing? I'm, I guess I'm just surprised that this is a thing. Like, are there people who, like, go to prostitutes and they're like, $50 for a, a, a BJ hundo for a Minnesota pincher? And you're like, how much just for, like, a... How much for fluffy fingers? <laughs> how about you just tickle me? Do you want... I'll tickle you... I will tickle you to titter, but not to full chuckle. And then they'll get, they'll get, confu- <laughs> they'll get confused and be like, like your penis? Like, you want me to tickle your penis? Like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not ticklish no, no, there. No, no. I'm ticklish <laughs> on, my, on my tummy. Uh, if you could just give me tummy honks. Uh, if you can get up under my armpits and maybe my big toes. I ha- Here's what I have. I have tummy honks. Those Got are on t- the table. That's $25. 
I'll give you I'll give you pit pushers where I get up in there and uh-huh. really squeeze <laughs> and tickle you. That's no problem. Fluffy fingers, that's gonna cost you. Oh man. And, and also kissing on the mouth, $150. <laughs> so if you wanna add that service. Uh, we also offer a nice <laughs> nice relax afterwards because mm-hmm. you need to cool down from the tickle. You get a oolong tea and a time life. <laughs> time life time life book about the old west. <laughs> Drink your oolong and read your time. Uh, like stellar about. tickle. I'm gonna learn about cowboys. <laughs> good, good, good tickle. Uh, I wonder what Apache uh, r- relations were like. Diane, you were worth every penny. I am. I am giggling like a schoolboy over here. Can you be a dove and nuke my oolong? <laughs> got a little. <laughs> I got so into this part about uh, hatchet crafting. Do you know what the nice thing is about going to a tickle prostitute? What's that? Um, You get a happy beginning, middle, and end. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear Griffin's last question. Uh, But first, quick housekeeping uh, type stuff. Uh, You've been listening to my brother, my brother, and me. Uh, As always, the nicest thing you can do for us is tell a friend. Um, We have a lot of people who do that, you know, in meat space. Just say, hey listen to this and then they jam like a usb drive or a disc and then we have people who do it on the internet uh like joe patrick uh 116 mike tart is up on there anybody anybody else really been killing it this week uh jeff grubb uh jeff grubb uh there's aus main mariko always killing it 100 percent of the time uh tech monkeys oh christ Corey Dutson, C. Dutson oh. on Twitter created. Well, we created GriffinSpaceJam.com with a rough, a rough draft. I would say the first installment. C. Dutson turned up the fucking heat. It uh, is now a full sensory sort of experience. For there's you. you if you want sight. There's sight. If you want read, which is one of your senses, there's read. You can read there. Sound. He's got the, He put the jingle on there. It's it's such a fucking delight. I'm so happy that he made it. Thank you, C. Dudson. Show that. So you should follow him. Man, that's a good website. It's like the <laughs> best website. I can't believe I, that somebody made that. My dream is that it continues to be more productive, like it's more useful, until it passes Google. Do you think maybe... Just, that's everybody's homepage. Everybody has a secret like love of the Space Jam franchise in their heart, but they ha- they don't know. Like I need a safe place where I can go and talk about how much I love Lola because she's so she's just so feminine and delicate um, you can do that here by the way everybody here's a fun little uh, little interactive adventure you can go on right now uh, if you get on YouTube and search Bugs and Lola and then just like go on a journey just like watch the videos that come up because you are going to love them <laughs> you're really um, also if you are in the Chicago land area or, or you can get there uh, you need to go to MaximumFun.org. You need to to look for that link about our show that we're doing live there, uh, and and or you can just go to the Second City website. Mm-hmm. Uh, April seventeenth, we're going to be there with Jordan Jessica. Go. Um, we're going to be opening for them, and then they're going to do their thing. And the whole um, night will be hosted by Dan Telfer, who is fucking hilarious. He's so funny. If you watch his, uh, he's got a video on YouTube called "The Best Dinosaur." Jesus one of his Christ! Bits. Go watch it. It's the fucking funniest thing. Uh, so and Dan as an added bonus, um, April seventeenth is Griffin's birthday, yeah. so we'll probably be going out afterwards and get, doing like a meetup thing. We gonna get fucked up Sunday night. Yeah. Don't proper. tell Jesus. Don't tell Jesus. Griffin's drunk on his birthday. Um, so so make sure you get tickets for that. Uh, we cover Twitter. If you got questions for us, mbmbam at maximumfun.org. Um, and you follow us on Twitter. We, we're, we're, we're climbing the ranks here, but we still need more of you to, to join us. So uh, We're all on Twitter separately, too. It's just, yeah, our, I think we, it's hey, just we broke names. three. we broke 3,000. Hey, all right. Yay. Pretty good, right? Um, um, if you want a promotion, if you want to take us to the money zone and we'll take you to the jingle zone, uh, you can email Teresa at maximumfun.org. Uh, it's Teresa with an H. I know some people. Some people like to eschew the H. Uh, Travis, you're dating an H-less Teresa. I gotta I say, I, can't, I I I don't know how I feel about that. 
You didn't consult us before. Me that. neither. If you guys get married and she has to change her name, can she just pop that H in there? Just very... I'll see what I can do. I mean, I'll definitely bring it up. <clears throat> Thanks. Um, so, I, I believe uh, that, is, that is everything. Thank you guys, as always, so much for hanging out with us. Um, we will, of course, be back. Sorry we missed a couple Mondays there, but we're back on, on the regular schedule now, so make sure you, you check that out. Check us out. Check, check our show out at Archives. <laughs> Go ahead, Griffin. Whenever you're ready. I'm going to call this out. Travis just uh, wrote us a message on Skype. Uh, sometimes he does this whenever he does things during the show uh, that he wants me to edit out in, in post. Uh, and it says, I farted at 54 minutes. So I'll make sure to stop back in and cut that, cut that flatulence out. But I am leaving this in so that people know what you did. I could have sworn I heard it. If you go back and play, I don't know if you can edit it in, but he made a sound afterwards like, what happened? Let me just, <laughs> what did I do? Let me highlight that waveform, amplify 20 dBs. <laughs> Sorry about your speakers. For a half of a second, I forgot where I was, which happens to me quite often and once happened to me on the bus. It's but like, it's one of those moments where it's just like extreme comfort fart. Oh, no. <laughs> That's how you can tell you And then I try to cover it up with a throat clear. Like, <laughs> I'm traveled for a second. You just um, got lost in the moment. This is the grossest oh. podcast. Um, I hate it. How about Griffin. this one was sent in by Kevin Frieda. Thank you, Kevin. It's by Yahoo Answers user. The casual fan rises. Who asks? Ladies, imagine this. I have x-ray vision, and I can see through your clothes. What now? <laughs> <laughs> Justin McElroy. Thanks, Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Wear on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.